Welcome to the No Guilt Fangirls Podcast, where liking what you like is never a bad thing. Here's your host and head fangirl in charge, Patty Holiday. Hey, y'all, I'm your host and head fangirl in charge, Patty Holiday. Welcome to the No Guilt Fangirls Podcast. And we are here to discuss the finale of Falcon and the Winter Soldier, or as I like to now refer to it, I'm embracing this Marvel, Captain America, and the Winter Soldier. Like, I am all about that end scene that we saw where they threw that up, the title credit. It was amazing. I was like, yes, 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 yes. Uh, And then we had some news that came out, like, right after this episode came out, which is crazy. But we'll talk about all of that here in just a minute. Uh, If you're new around here, go ahead and leave a review, leave a five-star rating if you can, fully appreciated, and it helps with the algorithm, it helps other fangirls and guys find us, and you know it is no fun to fangirl alone. And as always, through this whole series, I have had Ashley on board with me, and Jana has joined us, and we are going to break this uh, episode down, talk about it, and just kind of talk about overall the series, how we felt in general, and... um, I don't know. I might have differing opinions than these ladies, but uh, we'll see. We'll see. Uh, so, Ashley, introduce yourself. Jana, introduce yourself, and then we'll get started on this whole this whole thing. Hey, everyone. I'm Ashley. I'm back. You can find me at withashleyandco.com, on Twitter at that Ashley Aaron, and on the Geek Girls Universe podcast. And I am so excited to talk the finale, and I'm curious to see what your opinions are, Patty. <laughs> mm, well, you know, I got them. So, <laughs> and I'm Jana Seitzer and I'm so excited to be back here with Patty and Ashley. Uh, Ashley and I obviously co-host geek girls universe podcast, but I love joining Patty on her no guilt fangirls podcast because fangirling is so much fun and it's good times here. So thanks for having me, Patty. Absolutely. You know how I say it. The more, the better. All right. Mm-hmm. So let's start. Let's let's just start. Let's just rip this Band-Aid off and go overall impressions of the entire series. How did you guys feel uh, at the completion of Falcon and the Winter Soldier? How did, how did, how, what, what do we think? What do, what do we think about this overall? Just a general, we'll get into the episode a little bit here in a few minutes, but I just want to know what your feelings were with this. So for me, overall, I thought it was fabulous. Um, There was really only one complaint I think I really had. And it was, I mean, are we allowed to talk our spoilers now? Is it Sharon freaking Carter? Because Sharon Sharon Margaret Carter did not. mm, mm, mm. I'm sorry, but Aunt Peggy did not raise you this way. And you did not get to kiss Chris Evans full on the mouth as Captain America for this to happen. So I reject. I throw it all away. That was trash, 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 trash. Denounced. Totally denounced. Out yes. of yeah, mm, okay. yeah. Okay. at midnight. <laughs> yeah, no. I I I'm, I'm I was literally like, no, 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 girlfriend. You did not get to k- kiss Chris Evans in order to like get <laughs> I this. Like how it comes back Seriously. to that. Uh, you kiss Chris Evans. How dare you, man? Yes, how dare I mean, you? <laughs> how dare you? Like, how did this come? Mm-mm-mm-mm-mm. So yeah, we'll we'll talk more in detail, like why we actually feel that way. But I agree with you on that one. I was like. Why did I, they do that? It yeah, I think that was my biggest disappointment. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm still 
like shocked because it was so obvious and convenient and it just didn't make any sense to me overall. So, but other than that, I, you know, obviously I'm standing Sam and Sebastian as Bucky. I'm like, Sebastian, Stan, standing. Um, <laughs> Sam Wilson and Bucky Barnes. I mean, I already stand Bucky Barnes, but I love them together. I love how their arcs kind of wrapped up for the time being, of course, because now they've got a whole new journey ahead of them. Uh, Zemo, I love him. Love it. I loved his uh, the resolution. I was not surprised by that either. Um, Zemo has totally won me over. Totally won me over. He's and so he's such a great character. I and- I wasn't there. If you guys listen to any of these episodes beforehand, you know I was like, man, Zemo, like you know, and, and, and from, <laughs> from Civil War, he just didn't do anything for yeah. me. But yes, and I agree. I I was happy. We just got a brief little snippet of what happened and how that went down here in the end of Zemo on the raft, and he's still pulling. Brilliant. Some sh- Yes, he's still pulling some strings. It's out all part of his plan. Yep. Oh, no, no, no. <laughs> man, a man with a plan. Absolutely. Uh, There's always yeah. so many steps ahead of everybody else. Absolutely. Absolutely. 100%. 100%. Everything was in place for him to pull off that move with the butler, right? Like just yep. oh, brilliant. It was, it was It was really good. Yeah. Um, okay. Anything else, uh, Ashley, that you want to touch on before we flip over to Jana and get her points? Um, no, I think, like I said, I'm excited for the future and what this could possibly tie into. So, yeah. Okay. All right, Jana, hit us. Um, so overall, I really loved the series. Um, I mean, I'm a huge, you know, like Ashley, huge Bucky Barnes fan, love Sebastian Stan, also named my Reddit group, Sebastian Stan stands. Not going to lie. Um, because <laughs> I'm a dork Perfect. like that. <laughs> but I was so excited to see Sam take the mantle finally as Captain America. I was thrilled to see them scroll the title and actually say Captain America and the Winter Soldier. Captain so America speech- and the Winter Soldier. It was amazing. Oh, that was awesome. God, it was brilliant. I Sam's speech just had me uh, wrecked. Like mm-hmm. I just, oh, I mean, everything about it from, I mean, just, you know, the commentary and like what's happening, you know, it could have been a, f- a 50 years ago speech. It could have been a tomorrow speech and it's, and it's applicable and it just, oh, so brilliant. And honestly, the, the two things that I think it didn't work for me, obviously the Sharon thing, like I'm still just really like seriously Marvel. Like I, I can't with you, you at episode three, you kind of teased the power broker, which we all kind of took a step back and said, mm, this is really, it's too convenient. It's too obvious. Marvel would never do anything like that. They don't do the obvious thing. They try to dangle carrots and make you think this. And then lo and behold, the end of this, they go, Oh, well, she is the power broker. And I'm like, what? Still holding out hope that maybe she's working for somebody else or with somebody else. Um, but we'll see. That is yet to be determined at the moment. All we know is she's the power broker at the end of this. And the other thing that I just didn't love that it, it, it didn't wrap up neatly for me. Like I, I'm so excited. They announced the next day or that night or whatever, that there's going to be another movie in development. Because that's kind of what I was really hoping for at the end of the series, that there was a clear um, direction for Sam and Bucky to be like, hey, this is where we're headed next. Like, you know, 
something falls apart and we're off to save the world together or on their own journeys and that didn't happen. And I was like, oh, I really just wanted to know where I would see them next. Mm -hmm, And mm -hmm. so I felt a lot better about that piece after I saw the movie announcement. I was like, "Mm, okay, I can can make peace with this. Yeah. And so for those that happen to have missed that, which I don't think you could if you are (laughs) paying any sort of attention on social media to um, any of this kind of news and, 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 and information, but... There is um, in in the writing process right now is the um, the next Captain America film, Marvel film. MCU has you know said, hey, let's go ahead and get this written up. It's going to be a Sam Wilson Captain America movie. Um, I'm assuming Sam and Bucky again are going to be in this, especially since we got that um, end title credit, you know, at the end that said Captain America and uh, the Winter Soldier. So I'm assuming that they're going to show up again together. Plus this was a lot of fun. This series was, was a lot of, of a lot of laughs and, and very, their chemistry is so great together. Uh, so all of that is happening um, in the future. Now here's, all right, here's Patty's confession. <laughs> I, first of all, this, uh, this whole series hit for me differently than say WandaVision. WandaVision, I think I loved like every frame. I don't know that there was anything that I ever was uninterested or totally bored with or had no, you know, whatever. I, I was just, it, it completely had me wrapped up. And, uh, for anyone who hasn't listened to those episodes, I I was never a big Wanda or vision fan. So that was a very surprising turn of events for me. Um, this one I knew was going to hit different and I knew it was going to be done differently. And it was going to feel more like a traditional, like buddy cop adventure, MCU type, you know, more fight scenes. Yeah, I don't know. It just, that's, that's what I expected. And that's what we got. My issue with it comes down to my, also my concern with a Captain America four movie. And that was the writing. I felt like this show, when it was giving it good, they were, they were, they were just, they were wrecking me. I mean, I cried so much in this um, series, which completely surprised me. I did not expect to have that kind of reaction, but between um, certain situations with Bucky Barnes and and how he had to approach and how he had to take care of coming to amends with um, all of his past history. And then obviously Sam's whole arc, which I think was, you know, obviously the primary you know, arc factor through this entire thing. Bucky was more there as like the side character to get Sam to where we finally got in this last episode, which was Sam saying, I am Captain America. So amazing. It was so good. Um, And so their dialogue between those two characters, whoever wrote those two characters, I think, I think just nailed it and it was beautiful and it was amazing. And it, and it, you know, again, like like Jana said, it it tied to now, it tied to fifty years ago, it tied to it just it was it was really good. And I don't know a whole lot about um, the comics, obviously, but I do know that I felt like this seemed um, the the idea that Marvel was always you know somewhat political and wasn't afraid to address race or racism and, and issues like that. And I feel like this was a good nod to that. Like they didn't shy away from it, right? You have a black man who is being asked to be Captain America. And then there's all these issues as to why you may not want to do that, Sam, but he goes ahead and does it anyway. Um, So for me, there were moments of this show, of this series 
where I checked out, I wasn't even interested in particularly, honestly, in this last episode, there were actual moments where I was looking at my phone and I was like, uh, tell me when something good happens. I mean, it was, it was just not, and I hate that. I, I hate that, hate that, hate that. That's not me watching Marvel. Right. Um, so that being said, um, this is kind of like this roller coaster for me where when it was, when it was on, it was, I was on my high. I was like, yes, 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 yes. That's what I'm talking about. Yeah. love, wow, wow. But then there was absolutely these lulls and these weird things that happened that didn't connect and didn't click. And I didn't, um, I didn't enjoy. And a lot of that had to do with, um, I, you know, with, with some of these side characters that just didn't have enough time to be developed or they just didn't develop well enough. There were some, you know, places where we kind of like mentioned something and then we never go back to it. I know how Marvel works and I know, cause we found this in WandaVision where like there were all these throwbacks to some of the older scenes of like Wanda and Vision together that they were able to bring back in. So in three or four more years, when we're watching Captain America, uh, episode four, um, I may be saying, oh, now I get it. Now I know why they did all that. Now that all makes sense, right? And that's my hope is that they bring it all around. But I will admit to having moments of um, discontent and disconnection with this particular series, um, mostly in this in this this final episode. There was more of them in that one than in the others. However, Sam's costume when he comes oh. out oh man y'all that was amazing um his speech um even bucky's reaction to it when bucky oh. was like uh, what did he say i'm sorry i was i was, I was texting, texting. I, I heard you say black man is captain america and i was texting you know i was just like <laughs> i mean i mean there were some really great perfect uh connections between the two of them that you know continued mm-hmm. on that i really enjoyed um i love their characters i love them more honestly i I don't know how you would have brought her back in, but I wouldn't have minded seeing the doctor to come back, their their therapist to show back up. Oh, she was yeah. she was so good. Um, you know, there's just like little things like that. Um, I and I have to I have to pause here and say that in this episode, and maybe you guys can shed some light on this for me. Um, let's jump ahead. We're gonna go ahead and just jump straight into the meat of this, and that is gonna be um uh agent uh what's his name? U.S. agent. U.S. agent. Thank you. That okay. loser. Yeah. Okay. Well, but see here. <laughs> but, 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 but. Sorry. Did that fall out of my mouth? But. It sure okay. did. But, but. 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 This is what the non-comic book person watching, okay, got from this. Is that when he was trying to be Captain America, he failed spectacularly. He just, he it wasn't him, right? Because he's, mm-hmm. he's not like Sam and he's not like, um. He's not like Steve Rogers. He doesn't have that purity of his soul and whatever. So he can't be Captain America. But then he did show up. He did fight on the side of the good. He, mm-hmm. you can even, and if you watched the acting, I was very impressed, Mr. Russell. Very well done. Like, you know, just some very subtle changes. I just and, got some chills. <laughs> yeah. And some moments that went across his face where he was thinking like what he should do and how to do. Anyway, he ends up on the side of right in this big battle, you know, towards the end. And I felt good about him. I felt like kind of like, you know, back in the very beginning, the first episode when we saw him, it wasn't like he was this bad guy from the start. He seemed like he was really trying to just be a good guy and, you know, 
be the best he could be uh, at the time. And then obviously that just went to crap really quickly and he was horrible. But it felt like there was this little bit of redemption with him. So I mean, I think that's kind of their, that was sort of their intent for a hot minute, but I think it's going to turn dark okay. again. That, that's, that's, I, that's, I, yeah, that's my, that's my question. That's my next question. Cause then after yeah. he has this, after he has his fight where he fights on the side of the good or whatever, and he apparently leaves and everything's copacetic and we're all cool with him and whatever. And, and nobody's mad at him anymore. And like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, we don't oh, I'm love still him. mad at him. No, 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 no. I well, mean, I mean we, yeah. we don't, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we don't love him. I'm saying like the authorities were like what are you doing here we told you to you know you're not part of this you know like he right, just nobody yeah nobody right. nobody nobody addressed him, right? him away yeah so um but then there's the scene where the the marvelous Val shows back up and i loved her because she was just like what Gosh, is he doing like I loved she was really yeah she was she was so good she was the scene was making me laugh and it was so good and obviously mm-hmm. i know she's a shady shady character because you guys told me. Um, <laughs> um, and he comes out and he's now basically been outfitted and he's he's now this U.S. agent. And he's so excited about that again, which also made me kind of laugh because it was like, dude, didn't you learn your lesson? Like, what are you doing? But he he needs to feel important, I guess. I don't know. But anyway, so, so that's my question is I want to know what you guys expect from this storyline. Is he good? Is he all bad? Is he kind of, you know, is he a... Uh, anti-villain hero-ish like what, what's 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 his ultimate deal from a comic book perspective I know MCU may do something totally different with him but I'm just curious what I got from this is we're going to have more of Mr. Russell in the MCU okay that was my takeaway was okay he's not going away we're gonna I mean, that right that's a good takeaway we are definitely getting more Wyatt mm-hmm. in the MCU and I know Ashley really hates him. I'm I I definitely don't like him. Do not take this as a <laughs> I I like U.S. agent. I am now, and and I kind of felt like this before, and I think we talked about this, but like I have no problem separating the character from the actor, and clearly he's right. a great actor because every time we see him, we hate him just a little bit more. Oh um, yes, yes, yes. In the comics, he isn't always bad, and he actually starts out kind of on the side of. I guess we'll call it good. Like he's, he's not always a terrible guy. Um, And yeah, so he has those moments. There's like three very specific ones where he actually comes in with the intent of trying to do something good. And it doesn't necessarily work out a hundred percent, but like, you know, as he's going after Carly, he distracts her long enough to get her off of Bucky and Bucky's able to open the, um, transportation unit and mm-hmm. let the prisoners out. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, in the scene where the the transportation unit's falling, he probably would have gotten it or, like, kept it from falling had he not been taken over by, you know, whatever, flag smashers. Um, and then he worked with Bucky at the end to, you know, help round up mm-hmm. the bad guys. Mm-hmm. So he... You know, he could have done something completely different in those moments, but he didn't. He chose to actually do something good. And I don't think there was necessarily a a nefarious um, reason behind it. I think he just did it because he was there. 
Um, he clearly was after Carly when he first showed up. I mean, he clearly didn't do the right thing at first. No, no, no. The right thing would have been stop (laughs) going after Carly and help the people in need. Absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, he's finally made himself useful at one point. He did. He (laughs) He did. did. He He did did. come around. But yeah, so I'm not crazy. Like there was this very, there's this shift that happened and there was this moment and whatever, but it just lazy. And at the end when he has his new suit, which in my head, I'm like going, Oh no, that can't be good. Like I know US agent is like not a good thing to be, but he was so excited <laughs> about it. It was adorable. Like a toddler. <laughs> yeah. Like a toddler. That was so funny, Ashley, when you described him like that. Was it it? It is, because he comes out and he's like all smiling and giddy like if a little you kid watch, in his like new Halloween costume. Yeah. If you <laughs> if you go back and watch it, watch when she says we're not going to need a Captain America, are we? We're going to need a U.S. agent. And she's shaking <laughs> and her head and he's shaking his head like, no, no, we're not. We're going to need a U.S. agent. I'm so excited. He's totally mimicking her, like shaking one direction, shaking the like other direction. I was like, wow. It was like me teaching a preschool class. That's what that was. But I, but I, but I, I think just, doesn't that oh, no, like, ahead. well, doesn't that just like kind of like lead into basically his character is that he's in some way, I mean, I know I'm like making this more than it needs to be probably, but you know, he's like this lost guy who he just doesn't know. He's always been a good soldier and he was always yes. able to kick butt and do, to do all that stuff, but he doesn't know, like, I feel like now he's looking for a purpose. And so yes. Val's over there going, I'm going to give you a purpose, you know, mm-hmm. shaking her head up and down. And he's like nodding with her going, okay, I'll take your purpose, whatever that is. Right. I and watched so- an interview with him yesterday where he was talking about that very thing. And he was okay. saying that his, like his whole take on the character is that he very much is, He's always been a good soldier. He's always in his whole, and he talks about this a little bit, like as the character, when he talks about the things that, you know, he he's done as John Walker, you know, whatever I was in the military and I did this and whatever, but he was talking, you know, as Wyatt, the actor, but he was saying his character is basically a really good soldier. He's been trained by the military to do X, Y, and Z, and he does what he's told, and he doesn't really know a different life. And mm-hmm. so when he's all of a sudden told to do these certain things, and he's kind of like, um, okay, and then that's taken away from him again, he's like, I don't really know. He doesn't really have a purpose. He doesn't have a direction. And so now we see this coming along, and you can kind of go, oh, writing's on the wall, right? And he's, mm-hmm. I mean, he has... He's been decommissioned. He's had all of his things taken away from him. He's uh, no retirement, no nothing going on. So he's like, oh, hey, this cool, crazy chick with purple hair walked in and was like, cool, I'm in. (laughs) I mean, he's, don't get me wrong. He's, like you said, he's, he's got some moments in the comics where he's not really a hero. He's not really a villain. He's just like an anti-hero. But he's also got moments where he's really, really bad a really mm-hmm, bad mm-hmm. person. And the fact that Madam Hydra is the one who gave him his new suit. Yeah. He's going to be doing some bad things for oh, yeah. sure. Also, side 100%. note, he was on Tony's side of civil war. So I mean that right there in the comics <laughs> well, will tell yeah. you all you need to know. <laughs> all right. Enough said. Enough said. Enough said. Yeah. said. Mic drop. All right. Moving on. <laughs> <laughs> I do want to say, though, just like related to his acting and that scene when Sam is giving his speech, when Sam talks about the how there's like a million people like ready to hate him just for holding the shield Mm -hmm. and they pan to Bucky and they pan to to John Walker's character. 
his, I mean, his eye movement and the way he kind of is like looking and then sort of like shifts his eyes downward where you can tell he's just sort of like thinking about, oh, wow, damn, I'm one of those people, um, is almost to me on par with the way like some of the just like eye work that Bucky does, that Sebastian does when he's acting. I was like, oh. I didn't I'm feel like, like yeah, I caught that moment too, but I didn't feel like it was more, I didn't feel like it was, um, I'm one of those people, like, I'm, I don't want a black man as Captain America. I saw it more as, as he realized he was pipped because he was the look. Like, in part, yeah, oh. you're a blonde hair, blue eyed guy, like, you you felt, you know, he ha- felt like that guilt of, maybe I wasn't the best man for the job, but they picked me because I was the best, you know, looking for the part, you know, that they wanted me to play or whatever. And he realized I, I, I fell. I, I could not give, I could, I could not be Captain America because that's not who I am. However, this man standing in front of me is Captain America because that's who he is. And, and Steve Rogers knew it. And that's why he passed on the shield. So, but I did catch that. Like it was just this little quick, you know, very subtle, very but well done, well done, Wyatt. Yeah, he We're just liking it was it very as an clear actor, he was Mr. contemplating Russell. Sam's words. Yes, absolutely, absolutely. He was in the moment for sure, for sure. And I was like, dang! I was like, you go, Wyatt Russell. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was, it was good, it was good. Okay, um, so yeah, those were those were those were my two like big take. Well, three big takeaways, I guess, was um, how amazing. Sam came out when he when he decided to come out he came out looking good and the whole time like he's flying around and he's got these wings and he's got this suit and all I kept thinking was Wakanda (laughs) because he needed that suit and Bucky knew he needed that suit not just to look the part but to be the part because he's not a super soldier he doesn't have those you know he's just a regular dude right so he needed that vibranium and Shuri attention uh, to be able to pull this off. And I, I don't know. I just kept looking at that going, all right, all right. I see how this is. And there's, there's actually a hilarious thread on Twitter where somebody uh, basically said, can you imagine the conversation that went on with this where Becky goes to IO and is like, Hey, I know you told me to like, you know, steer clear, but look, the wings, like I, I even tore one of the wings off. Like those wings are crap. He needs new wings. And I know you guys can help him out. <laughs> can you take care of this for me? And there's like yeah. this whole thread of responses underneath it of people going back and forth on what those conversations were like. And it's hilarious. So definitely go go hunt that one up uh, if you if you need to to follow that th- that train of thought. But but even when I was watching it, I was just like, you know, we need Wakanda. We need more Wakanda. And that had me hyped. I, that extension had me hyped for Black Panther 2, even though I know that's now years away and is going to be totally different and whatever. But the fact that they stepped in, they were there in this series, um, and then they're, they they made this suit, you know, for Black Captain America. And it was amazing. And I just, I like, I loved how everything kind of tied together. So um, that was really, that was really cool. His speech I thought was powerful and was important. And I also really enjoyed the interplay between him and Isaiah. Oh, for sure. That was like, I mean, I cried through Uh uh that uh moment (laughs) when he took him to the museum. I was like, Oh, this is like, 
Oh, it's like I can't even talk about it. Like it's just so empowering. And so I'm I'm married to a black man, and I had to ask him. I was like, "How did you feel watching that?" And he it, it touched him too. And he's not a guy that like gets all emotional and feeling. Mm-hmm. He's a computer nerd, so like he speaks in code, <laughs> so, like actual like code, not like you mean code. Didn't, he didn't answer you in like a binary code response. He didn't like type out a bunch of ones and zeros yes, to tell you how he, he actually tell you his response. He used oh, real please. words. Y'all make him sound like he has no personality. He is one of the most delightful oh. people ever. He has a ton of personality. I'm 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 married to an engineer too. I I get Terry. <laughs> Sorry, uh, cut his name out. Apologies. I mean, like, really, the most that she'll get out of him on a normal day is like, yeah, it was good. Okay, 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 okay. So he's just not like super verbose when it comes to feelings. Got it. Okay, no, cool. but he definitely but he did like it. Okay, got yeah, it. he was definitely touched by it. Uh, he thought it was an important conversation. You know, not only the the addition to the museum, but also you know Sam's speech and just. Yeah, he was very happy with it and how Marvel handled this entire situation. So, oh, good, good. That's 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 good to hear. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, because obviously I'm looking at it from my lens, and then I thought, oh, you know, am I the right person to make a judgment on if this was well done or not? I don't, you know, probably right. not. Like the white woman probably is not. But uh, <laughs> nope, so, I feel you, Patty. <laughs> you know, so I appreciate you like asking him and 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 sharing that with us because, yeah. Um, yeah, it'll be it'll be curious to see how this goes forward you know, what more people think about it and, uh, and, and how this continues to build. And I will, I do remember there was um, an early on uh, interview with Anthony Mackie where somebody asked him basically about the future of Falcon or Captain America for him. And he said, well, we'll just have to see how people feel about my character at the end of this series and I was like, ah, he knew all along they were going to they were going to turn mm-hmm. into Captain America four. He knew it was coming, mm-hmm. and he just wanted to wait and see what would happen. But, um, but yeah, no, I I really I thought that was important. I thought that was right. I'm I'm glad it happened. I'm glad it happened now. Of course, this this week there was you know the the whole verdict that came out in the George Floyd case and everything. Yeah. And so it was just mm-hmm. kind of amazing that everything fell into place and tied in, you know, at this point in time to have these conversations about race, which we continually need to continue to have. So, um, but I like that. Um, the only, I will say this with, with Bucky. So uh, break down for me, explain to me what exactly happened with him and the present or whatever for his, for his doctor. Cause I, 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 I got the, I, the the point where he went back and he made amends with his final person and he told the story about how he killed that man's son. Uh, totally had mm-hmm. me in tears, and you know, uh, yeah, can't, you can't say enough. I mean, Sebastian Stan's a really good actor, guys. Uh, he yeah. was really. It was, it was in really, that scene. You need good. to go back and watch it again if, like, you just love him as an actor because. Dang, like Emmy worthy right there. He was good. Emmys, yeah, it was good. Uh, so that happened, and then I know, you know, obviously he returns the notebook to her with all of the names crossed off. He's made his amends, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but what was that? The present? <laughs> Did I miss something? I know, yeah, and like the, the thank stupid, you card. <laughs> I know that's the stupidest thing to ask, but I'm like, is that is that what was in the bag? Is that? Yes. Okay, there was, yeah. There, there was that and then a note saying, you know, <laughs> basically he was thanking her okay, for okay. <laughs> her help. 
right. I know that's dumb. But, but then, I- <laughs> well, I was like, oh, that's so sweet. I was like, dude, that's Steve's book. You cannot give yeah. that away. I was bitter. <laughs> yep. Jana's like, he should have just like, tore out the pages. And I'm like, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Why would you give Steve's book to her? I was like, that's some baloney right there. <laughs> uh, you know, I don't think he's tied to too many, like, possessions kind of things. So No, but it just, it kind of broke me a little to see him give away Steve's um, book. I was yeah. like, hold up. I was like, Sam wrote in that. Like, you, you know, you wrote in it. Steve had it. I was like, what? What? what we're getting rid of the book? I was like, no, hold up. Like, give me the book. You can make all, yeah, I was like, you can make all the amends you want, but you cannot get rid of Steve's book. <laughs> that was heavy. All right. All right. Yeah. Uh, so what else? What else about um, this series or this episode do we want to break down or discuss? I know I kind of jumped all over the place, but it was more a case of like, there's just some hot button issues that I wanted to make sure that we covered, that I got them out while I was thinking of it. Mm-hmm. Um but did we talk enough about Sharon or should we go back to that? <clears throat> I think we're all sal- we're, we're salty about Sharon. Yeah, we're super salty about Sharon. Um, I, although if you want to talk about something entertaining, I did a really deep dive into oh the Lord. drink that Sam was drinking <laughs> at the bar that night. She did. <laughs> at, the, at the behest, I feel like, of my husband who was like... Because Jana, if you don't know, Jana likes to make specialty cocktails. And I'm constantly texting her going, I have an idea. You should do this. But my husband's like, nah, she needs to make the snake drink that Sam drinks. So she legit went down a snake hole instead of a rabbit hole to find out about this drink. Jana, let me tell you. You should see my face right now. I'm doing the Chrissy Teigen face. I'm like, uh, <laughs> Jana, no, no. Let's no. just say that <laughs> it's, dead. um, yeah, it's, it was, um, so I mean, I think we all thought it was snake guts because, you know, he sliced it open or whatever the bartender did. It's venom. And apparently it's, um, a version of an aphrodisiac. <laughs> But the blog post that I found from this Taiwanese woman who basically was like, I cannot believe what I just saw in this episode was basically like, yeah, it was, oh goodness, it was, it was too much really. But yeah, so basically it's a a shot that's supposed to get you going for the night (laughs) and tastes like absolute garbage. (laughs) All right. So you're going to put that up on your blog? Is that when? Sure not. Yeah. (laughs) Not so much. I mean, I could make, I could make a version of something that, you know, tastes like complete garbage and just be like, Hey, so this is inspired after whatever. It's called just mix whatever you have and do a shot. But (laughs) it seems like I don't need to make directions for that. Oh, that's funny. Um, Okay, so Sharon, um, uh, why? Sharon. why so, so why your, Sharon? Why? What are your expectations to this? Okay, so first of all, like I can buy if she's the power broker, which I also didn't get the whole point of the power broker. Like through this whole thing, it was just kind of like every now and then they would mention the power broker, but since we never knew who that was until the very end, right? Um, it just didn't like it didn't have any impact on me as to who this power broker is. So do you, is your expectation that power broker is now going to be some big f- driving force in the future? Obviously we're not going to see this in black widow because black widow is set, you know, in what the nineties or eight, not in the eighties in the eight in the nineties, I think. Right. No, no, um, no. Black widow is set between the time of civil war and 
Infinity War. Like, there will be some flashback scenes, but it's set more in the not present, but mm, not, 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 but so I mean, not distant, not past. now. Right. But it's not right. now. Okay. Right, so right. that was my, yeah, that was my point. Okay. So it's, so I don't expect power broker unless like power broker is like, um, like a title that's been around and, you know, one power broker kills the other power broker and takes over the mantle of power broker. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. uh, uh, <laughs> what's the, What's the pirate in um, Princess Bride? Oh, Dread Pirate Roberts. I was just <laughs> yeah. going to say that. I was like, it's like Dread Pirate Roberts. It's like Dread Pirate Roberts, right? Um, so that was, you know, kind of one of those thoughts that I had. And um, so so maybe, you know, but whatever. But again, this was the whole thread with the power broker was my, was another one of my, so what? Like, why are we talking about this? I don't care. Well, obviously, by the end, we find out why we should care is because Sharon is supposedly the power broker. And... Um, now that she's been given her job back and her position back in the CIA, she's ready to wheel and deal and whatever. And my issue with Sharon as the power broker and how at the very end, she's like, get the buyers lined up because we're going to have all kinds of secrets and stuff to sell. I That just doesn't fit with who Sharon was before. And yeah, I get that she was harmed and she was hurt and she was mad about how she was treated. But come on, girl. Yeah, also like broke the law. Like, I mean, did you not expect something to come out of this? I don't know. It just did not feel like it was the right answer for her to now literally be like Hail Hydra at the end. Like, I yeah. I didn't like it. I didn't I didn't like the way that flowed because of who Sharon was before, which was yeah. which was a- appeared to be. Now, who knows? Maybe she was dirty all along. But I have a hard time believing that Peggy Carter's niece, you know, was was really that a bad person all along that just that doesn't sit with me. I like I said I don't like it I I didn't like the resolution of it um so the power broker in the comics I mean it's an organization so she could just be one cog in the wheel one spoke of the wheel I guess um I'm still kind of holding out hope that the actual power broker like so let's just think of the axle right that's turning that wheel is the Mandarin because there's a Shang-Chi Easter egg in the explorematrapore.com website. And honestly, that's what I wanted to see because we got the Shang-Chi trailer, which hashtag amazing. Oh my God, I'm Mm -hmm. so excited. And two, it would have made so much more sense. And because it would then tie it into Shang-Chi and get people even more hyped. Like I was like, Mm -hmm. oh, they released a trailer. Mm -hmm. So when they show Wu in uh, Falcon and the Winter Soldier, everybody's going to be like, oh, yes, I know who that is. So right. when they didn't do that, I was like, oh, 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 I guess, fine. <laughs> I was like, really, like, I'm so hyped. Oh, nope, nope, not, no, what is this? Don't like it. <laughs> um, well, and no tie-in at all, right? Like, not even just right. not a tie-in to Shang-Chi, but, like, no tie-in to anything. I mean, I mean sure, I think- it's development, it's on stuff, but, blech. I think the only the tie-ins that they kind of gave us loosely now were like Thunderbolts with Zemo. Um, the Dark Avengers have been um, alluded to as well, not only in this show, but in WandaVision and um, Armor Wars, possibly. And then, of course, Secret yeah, Invasion. Yeah. I think but see, Contessa is going to show back up with Fury. Yeah. Oh, for sure. But it's like I don't even really think of those necessarily as like tie-ins i just kind of think of those as like nods to properties that we think are coming down the road or that we've heard like because some of them are like confirmed and we have dates and some of them are kind of still like 
Fair. Loosey goosey. So like, I don't necessarily, I don't personally think of those so much as tie-ins. Whereas like a Mandarin sighting would absolutely be a tie-in because you're like, oh, hi. Like, we're right. stepping right up to the plate. Like, here's yeah, yeah that, that's interesting. That's a, that's a, that's a really good point. Like, I didn't think of the timing of that trailer coming out right before the end of this. And so, yeah, there could have been. See, I've been disconnected because I felt still feel so burned after all the Wandavision guessing and, and <laughs> rabbit holes fair. that I tried to do. So I, so this one, I, I honestly, I went into Falcon and the Winter Soldier just like going along for the ride. I just wanted to enjoy it, which I did. I mean, ultimately, guys, I know I said some. There's things, nothing but, wrong with that, though. But yeah, that was that was my goal for this one was just to enjoy it, and I do, I did, I cried so much more. Did I say that? I think I said that already. Anyway, my point being here is that seems like weird time. Again, Marvel doesn't do anything without. Reading. And so that makes sense that you would have thought and you guys would have been looking for it. And then it wasn't there. And instead we get Sharon Carter, like what? So maybe you're right. Maybe farther down the line, we're going to see more. Maybe Sharon Carter shows up in Shang-Chi and talks to the real power broker. Right. Mm -hmm. And then, then we get our little bit of a tie in back or whatever. I don't know. It's just that, just that part. I was kind of like, ugh, this was a throwaway. I mean, there's also, I saw, um, our mutual friend, Nicole, who you've mm-hmm, had on the podcast, mm-hmm. she mentioned to me that someone said maybe Sharon's a scroll, And I mean, that's a possibility. Ooh. And that um, I think she was saying that there's a theory that there's a scroll in each of the shows to kind of show that they've been here the whole time. Now that oh God, would make a million times more sense to me if Sharon is not Sharon and she's a scroll. That would be oh way my God, more Nicole? believable. Might be a genius. That would be so good. <laughs> so okay. I, see, that I, I can like accept. That. Yeah, see, yeah. exactly. I said the same thing. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, okay. I can take it if that's what it is. But if this mm-hmm. is just Sharon Carter, like the real Sharon Carter, <laughs> doing right. this, I cannot accept this. What This this is not okay for me. Oh, right. my gosh. I feel like that's I'm going to scroll theory. Yeah. Oh my I, need a, I need to go change it now. I'm going to go change my Twitter handle to Sharon is a scroll. <laughs> we should all do it at the same time and be like marvel <laughs> do not let me down and don't because otherwise this 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 ish just didn't make sense like i don't i don't like it so no, and then i'm time, salty yes they got time to change that and to make that happen so maybe if we oh, all for sure you know put it out there into the universe <laughs> we put it all out there into the the no guilt universe that the mcu needs to make sharon a scroll then it'll all make sense and I'll be much happier about it. Because I'm on board with this. Yes, yep. totally. Let again, bless Nicole. It's a good man. movement, Patty. It, well, let's do it. it. Let's do it. Let's do it. And, and we're gonna, you know, <laughs> give Nicole all the props for that for bringing that to our attention. She's yes. good at stuff like this. Love Nicole for that. Okay. Um. All right. So that I can get it now. I feel a little bit better, calming down <laughs> a little bit because Sharon had me like lit up that I was like, "This is dumb. Yeah. Why are you doing it?" So, and I know mm-hmm. in Feige, I trust ultimately. This is all going to make sense, and I know that's I know that's how this works. Um, but that also comes back to just why I'm a little bit leery for the writing for the next movie if it's the same person that wrote the series. So I'm hoping who, at the very least, whoever was in charge of all the dialogue, all of the Sam and the Bucky monologues and and moments that we had between the two of them, and also separately when they were doing their own monologues, that person needs to be in the writer room, okay? Because they killed it. Everybody else, like, I don't know. We'll have to see what you guys pull out here. Um, but uh, but I am excited that this happened. I felt like it made sense. It made sense for Sam. I think that was the other thing, too, is 
in the beginning of the of the show, it made sense that he was hesitant and that he didn't feel worthy and he didn't feel like he could do this. And he, and I feel like, you know, it, it kind of made sense for where he was at at that point in time to give the shield away. And he, you know, he didn't expect anybody else to pick it up, but he just knew he didn't want it. And then by the end of it, he fully came around and it was through Carly and through the conversations and through understanding. I mean, his speech was just so good, right? Are you guys actually in the room making decisions with the right people? If you're not, you need to change that. And I loved that because Mm -hmm. yes, right. More of that. And um, yeah, anyway, just overall very happy with the whole arc for Sam. I felt like, um, we didn't get as much Bucky as, as I wanted. I think ultimately he was to me, it definitely felt like, and the winter soldier, not, you know, not equals like it was an, and also, however, I have hopes that he will play, he will factor in maybe more in black Panther two. Um, because I would like to know what happened when he was more, I, you know, we know the basics, but I want to know more about what happened with this time in Wakanda and, mm-hmm. uh, and, and where he found his peace and that sort of thing. So that's kind of my, those are my, my hopes for the MCU future. And uh, with that, anything else you want to project, suggest, put out into the universe? Um, I just, I think the only thing I really wanted to talk about other than what we've covered is Zemo. <laughs> Again, because sure. Let's talk I want to <laughs> talk about him just real quick because, for one, like we've said so many times, he's like 10,000 steps ahead of everyone. Going to the raft was totally on his plan. Like, if it wasn't his main plan, it was at least a sub plan. Like, he had mm-hmm. accounted for the fact that that's where he was going. And the fact that Contessa said, oh, Zemo. Zemo's not tied to that bombing because nobody traced it to him. They, it says that in the radio that he's uh, broadcast that he's listening to inside that cell. And, you know, when he grins and he's just like, oh, I'm listening to my music and reading, reading a book, mm-hmm, chilling. Mm-hmm, he was just mm-hmm. missing a scotch. But she knew <laughs> it was him. And, I mean, she makes the joke like, oh, it couldn't have happened better if I planned it myself. Oh, but I didn't. Oh, but maybe I did. Haha. <laughs> like, joking around. But clearly they know each other for her to know that Zemo was involved. And I love that interplay of that dialogue of hers specifically, because again, you've got this woman who clearly still has ties to the government. They're literally in a government building, you know, addressing John Walker as U S agent at this point. They're not in some like seedy motel or a shady alleyway. They're in a government building. So she's clearly <laughs> got clearance to be there. And her and Zemo seem to be friends or at least acquaintances, work partners, perhaps. So just the doors that that opens. Friends from work. <laughs> friends, yeah. It's a friend from work. You know, the work of taking down, you know, the Avengers. Mm-hmm, <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. um, I just I'm excited to see. The two, like if the two of them were to work together, I think it would be phenomenal. And just Zemo in general, like he's got a plan. If you don't think he has a plan, you have not been paying attention. And yeah, I just, I loved it. He wasn't on screen very long, but it was enough to cement the fact that he's one of the most successful villains of the MCU. I mean, he gets done what he says he's going to do. You can't, you can't say he doesn't. Like he gets results. And he generally keeps his hands clean. Generally, yeah. 
I mean, because that drip's got to look good. For real, though. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, I was, I was, I was very pleased with how Zemo uh, came around and was was presented in this whole series. Um, like I said, I wasn't with him before, but now I'm like, all right, let's see some more of this. I want to see some more of this. So, uh, totally down with that, and very curious to see what his future holds. And you keep saying, "What is it?" The Thunder. Say it again. Thunderbolts. I want to call it, <laughs> call it the Thundercats. <laughs> Thunderbolts. Uh, Thunderbolts. Different, different team. <laughs> different team. All right. Patty, I won't lie. I'm kind of on the Thundercats page with you. As much as I'm excited for Thunderbolts, I wouldn't mind a Thundercats remake. I'm just putting that into the universe because oh. I loved that cartoon as a kid. You know there's nothing new anymore, so that's going to be out there if it's not already and oh, we just missed I, it, Jana. Um, I thought it was. I thought they were talking about that. I'm not going to lie. I thought they were. Probably. They probably, probably were. Uh, okay, so Thunderbolts, uh, that's in our future we think that's a guess and you know i from the very smidge that i know of it obviously it's like a team of villains anti-villains is that what i'm hearing um so they're complicated okay i mean zemo's leading them it's like a they, facebook status for their movie <laughs> yeah, it's complicated um so they start out as bad guys playing good guys so that they can do bad things Okay. So, so depending here's- on the team, sometimes they are, they eventually, some of them are good. Some of the teams are good. Other times the team is doing what its original purpose was, which was do bad things while looking like a good guy. So, okay. So here's, here's the, here's the fun thing that we get to play now uh, for the future of the MCU movie or series. Which one do you think this one has most likely uh, appeal for? I'm, I'm leaning towards a series because I'll take a little Zemo every week showing up in my in my living room for, you know, six to eight weeks. That that would work for me. Um, mm. Yeah, like I I feel like it was being developed as a movie, but I'm not against the series. I think, you know, as a book nerd, so kind of comic books are books. I like the series idea better because it allows for more development time for the stories, mm-hmm. especially if you're not familiar with mm-hmm. the source material. It mm-hmm. gives you time to learn it as you're going along versus a movie that's got to pack a lot of story into a, you know, two hour and some change runtime. Right, right, right. Which is why I think I would, it, the appeal for this particular situation would be for me to see it as a series. Um, the other thing that I think we saw again, um, What's his name? Iron Patriot? No, that's that's not him. Who is the pay? Who? What's the Patriot's name? What's the kid's oh, name? Oh, War, War Machine. Pa- Eli. Nope. Eli. Yeah. Oh, Eli. Oh, oh, sorry. I yeah, thought yeah, you were yeah. talking no, about no, 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 I confused <laughs> you because I said the wrong word. Um, <laughs> yeah. yeah. yeah you so said I was like, Iron oh, Patriot. Lordy. I was like, I nope, that's not it. <laughs> that's not it. But uh, Eli. Eli is what is his what is his character's name in the comics? Patriot. Patriot. Okay, so Eli is the 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 grandson. Grandson. Grandnephew, yes. grandson, grandson, grandson of Isaiah Bradley, and um, I'm just loving how they're just dropping these little Gen Zers in our lap, and they're going to give them to us at some point. And I have to feel like that that's going to come sooner than later, simply because of the age of these actors. Don't mm-hmm. you think? Mm-hmm. Right. 
Don't you think yeah. somewhere uh, out there there's been some filming maybe already or some development happening that I that mean, we're going to get something and 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 I'm leaning again towards a series here just because I think it would play well to the demographics of teens. I um, totally yes. agree, especially given like so for example, Shadow and Bones mm-hmm, jar or whatever mm-hmm, dropped mm-hmm. yesterday. Mm-hmm. Sophie has now watched the entire series more than once. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. This is what I'm saying. She got up early, yeah. watched things between classes, and then watched it all again last night. I was like, uh, I'm sorry, what? I, so I, I feel <laughs> it's like been up for like a day. I feel like Young Avengers is going to happen sooner than later, just because of the ages of these kids mm-hmm. and of these actors. Um, which they may be like young adults. They might be in their 20s, but I'm just saying like, you can't put this off for five more years, right? Because I was they just going to say, yeah, you can't wait four years to start filming right. Young Avengers with the people they've already called out as. Yeah, right, yeah. right, right, right. And, and, and we know as MCU people, we love it. We love it when we keep our characters the same actors. Mm, yeah. <laughs> um, it really does tie to us. And um, so I am hopeful that we're, that, that just, when I saw him again and, and he leaned forward and he's like, well, where are we going? And that was mm-hmm. just kind of the moment to me that I was mm-hmm. like, eh, he's in, he's in, yeah. look at that y'all, yeah. he's in. So I mean, I honestly wouldn't be surprised if while they're, cause they're working on Miss Marvel right now, obviously mm-hmm. yes. uh, Kate Bishop's in the Hawkeye show. Mm-hmm. I would not be surprised if they also had these kids, kids, the young adults. I know, I know. And <laughs> like off in another studio at Pinewood, which is not called Pinewood anymore, whatever it's called. <laughs> and they're doing really young Avengers sure. stuff, you know? I, I it hope they are. It just, yeah, it doesn't, I mean, it, so that's actually, I'm excited about that. I could see that as another series being announced, um, you know, and it's probably being shot all under the co- cover of COVID that mm-hmm. we, nobody knows about. And then, you know, and that, so they're just going to be able to be like, oh, by the way, we did Here's this. Here's a new series. Here's a new mm-hmm. series and it's coming out not in two years. It's coming out like next week, right? You know, but I think we don't get that until well after we get Hawkeye because I absolutely feel like we need to get to know Kate Bishop because I think she's. Oh, yeah. Eight. And, and maybe Ms. even Miss Marvel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And maybe even Miss Marvel yeah. as well. So, I mean, it's, I, I still feel like it's, it's still a little bit ways off, but I also feel like they're telegraphing it. And just due to the age of the actors, they got to be doing some kind of movement on this sooner yes. rather than later. Don't you guys think? Okay. 100%. Oh, for sure. 100%. Glad I'm glad I'm not crazy on that. Um, no, so yeah, that's, I don't think you're crazy at all. I'm looking forward to that. I'm definitely looking forward to anything that has to do with Zemo again in the future. That would make me super happy. And I'm also looking forward to Sharon being a scroll. Thank you very much, Marvel. Make it happen. <laughs> all right. Oh, all right. I already updated my profile. So. <laughs> did you? Excellent. Excellent. <laughs> I did. All right. I'm on uh, a patty. <laughs> I appreciate the support. We're going to like make this trend. We're going to make it happen because otherwise it doesn't make any sense. Uh, All right, guys. uh, Thanks once again, as always, for sharing your thoughts, sharing your time with us and um, sharing all the fangirls out there, your thoughts and opinions on the Captain America and the Winter Soldier. Uh, It was so good. It was just so good. It was so good. Um, I was so I was just so happy with the with the way they finally wrapped all this stuff up. But I look forward to our next series, which, as you guys know, we're getting Loki next, and they've already announced that Loki's been slated for at least a second um, a second season. So we're gonna get lots of Tom Holland. I mean, did I just say Tom Holland? <gasps> <Blast> I did. <laughs> Tom Hiddleston. I mean, he's a really cute British Tom also, That's but he's the wrong British but Tom the for wrong this show. British Tom, yes. 
Uh, we're going to get lots of Tom Hiddleston. One's my height and one's like a foot and a half taller. <laughs> <laughs> I am, uh, yeah, I am so looking forward uh, to talking about Loki. Uh, so you know I'm going to be hitting you guys up to talk about Loki because uh, while I assume we, we we know Loki's characters and, I, and this has a lot to do with the time travel aspects, I'm guessing the way Marvel is playing this long game here is they're going to feed us a few of these um, integral characters that they're going to want to pull into some of these movies later. So maybe we have some flashback as to what just happened in Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Maybe we'll get some explanation in Loki. Who knows, right? It'll be fun, uh, if nothing else. And, you know, Tom Hiddleston, always a good thing to watch on my TV or mm, big yeah. screen. So, uh, yeah. <laughs> all I right. I need to buy a bigger TV. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You got, you got at least two two seasons of, of Tom coming at you. So, yeah. yeah. I mean, I feel like 65 inches is not big enough. That's what she said. <laughs> All right. <laughs> I was like, oh, I set myself up for that. You did. You did. You sure All did. All right. All right. All right. All right. We're going to wrap this up. And uh, thanks again for fangirling with us. Come back and fangirl with us again real soon. It is no fun to fangirl alone. Bye, y'all. Bye. Bye.